beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. We are Jen and Steph, the hosts and creators of this show. If you're a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be, all while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more and connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com. So dump out that cold coffee that you have reheated three times and pour a hot one. Today's show is worth that hot cup of coffee. Episode number five of the Coffee and Concealer podcast. We are excited officially now that this episode will be launched. We will be able to go on Spotify. So now we can be on both platforms, not just the Apple users. So that's awesome because I know a lot of Android people are like, when will you be on Spotify? After this. So we actually have some reviews, which is super awesome. We love hearing them. So I wanted to read, we'll do a review of the show. People say review of the week, but we'll do one per show. So this one is titled, so excited to hear more, and it's by uh, Jana Kochulak, and it says, I'm so excited to tune in. When I heard these girls were launching a podcast, I waited in anticipation, and I wasn't disappointed. Two very different businesses with two very different starts, and it's encouraging to hear their stories. I love the energy and sincerity in their words of wisdom and encouragement. XOXO, keep them coming. Well, thank you, Jana. You are amazing, and she actually is a local lady who has a beautiful jewelry company as well called Silas and Ivy. Oh. That's her. So she is loving on us, and we are loving on her, so we'll give her a little plug as well. But yeah, so if you guys go onto iTunes and then shortly after this onto Spotify, I think you can do reviews on Spotify. I think you you can. Yeah. So make sure that you go and give us a review. Honestly, it's the best way to help us out because then it's going to give us some more exposure and that is exactly what we want. And we want to keep doing this show and sharing all of our knowledge with everyone. Well, what we have for knowledge, right? I mean, I don't think we're versed in everything, but... (laughs) Varies day to day, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... Today's episode is all about social media and Instagram tips. So we wanted to share our best tips with you in hopes that they help you develop your business, grow your following, get better engagement, and all of that stuff. Steph, do you have anything to say before we dive in? Yeah, guys, I'm so tired today. <laughs> so, so I'm giving it all I got here, so bear with me. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Okay, well, I guess I'll start out by telling you guys kind of how Instagram has helped leverage my business. Truth be told, I've only been using it probably like hard for the last like how long have I known you like three four years it's probably about when I started I started a little bit earlier than that but then I kind of dropped off the face of the earth which some people do that (laughs) and I believe when I looked back at it I had like 125 followers or something like that so that was when I was like what am I doing with this app like I really I was posting so inconsistently and stuff and so now I'm at like what do I have for followers 87 16 87 16 and love them all. They're all great, great followers. And I have great engagement as well. So, but yeah, I, for me being a photographer, I always have content to post. So that part is easy for me. Like I always have clients and things like that. Whereas if you're just a business and you have to create graphics or, you know, things like that, like obviously Steph has to create content for her posts each and every time. Like she has photos for me and stuff like that, but mine's always consistent. The more I'm shooting, the more content I have to share. So it's kind of a never ending cycle for me. Well, and you guys like you guys being you photographers, you guys know how to use like presets and colors and Mm -hmm. moods and like your visual appearance of a photographer's Instagram is always so nice, you know? And honestly, if you're looking at a photographer and they do not have a seamless Instagram, (laughs) 
<laughs> I wouldn't be, I'd find someone else. Yeah, totally. Maybe yeah. not the person that you want to look at. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if you have like a photographer per se that has like a certain style, their work will always be in that kind of vibe. And so, yeah, their feeds look, but like my feed is very dark moody kind of in everything that I shoot. And then there are some like, you know, look at Jillian Harris, right? Like her stuff is always bright and airy. And if you guys hear a squawk, my baby's in his extra saucer watching Paw Patrol. So this is real mom life here. (laughs) But yeah, so basically I picked it up a couple years ago and because I had the content to post and then it's always about engaging. So tagging the people in Instagram or, you know, putting your location so that if somebody types it in, it automatically pops up and everything that you've tagged, right? Like it's always being consistent in every single post and making sure your captions are interesting because if they're not, you're not going to get anybody. Now for me, even me, I have, I kind of run out of things to say sometimes because I don't want to say every single time, this family is so sweet or this family is amazing because people are like, okay, not everyone can be amazing, right? It's, so you have to come up with I mean, some good can in their own way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I can't yeah. write that for every no, single I one. Know. So I have to be creative and like pick, I have to literally memorize the session and like what happened in it and you know like pick things out of there so that it's unique but that's kind of how I grew my following it was just by like growing my client list as well <laughs> my neighbor's moving his garbage can outside but yeah so just being consistent it's a chaotic day today and being consistent in what you post making sure that your photos do look the same there's tons of apps out there that you can schedule your posts so that you can visually see what they look like ahead of time yeah. So that those are always helpful as well. Do you use one? No. I don't either. <laughs> and I paid for one for like a year. Yeah. And honestly, like, it just, I don't know, because I don't know. Like, I'm a spur of the moment poster. Me too. And yeah. like something will pop up or something will happen. And I always usually have them planned or at least in a queue so I can grab one. Like seasonally, I'll put like yeah. a ton of photos into a queue so that I'm not searching through my phone. And then if it's like, oh, I just got a new order of something in I know I have a wintry photo in the queue and I can post it so like I kind of plan it like that but like honestly I don't know I didn't find them that like no spectacular for me it depends on how busy I am like I go through spurts I'll post like one every couple days and then you you obviously behind the scenes know like oh Jen must be editing sneak peeks for clients because then I go on a spree and it's like 18 different squares in three days right and people are like oh man (laughs) right so but also people want their you don't want to skip someone no, like exactly. my feelings would be hurt if I got photos done with you and then all of a sudden you, yeah. I didn't get Which posted. is exactly what I said on my Instagram yeah. story the other day. Yeah. And if that ever happens, it's never intentional. And yeah, I think I that know. that's like you photographers have, and like, I have so many clients and I've been crazy busy. So I like going through like my list of people that I've edited in the last like month. And I literally crossed off. I'm like, okay, I posted them on social, posted them on social. I'm like, oh man, I somehow missed this person. I posted mm-hmm. them and like immediately they're like, oh, I thought you forgot about us. I'm like, no. I did. <laughs> but yeah, so how did you grow your Instagram? I don't know. I have no idea, you guys. I said to Jen, I have no notes for today. I have no idea. I'm just going to follow her lead. <laughs> because like Instagram, like, I don't know. I don't know. So I take like a lot, I do a lot of continuing ed classes. So I paid for this big one, like whatever, overseas. It was a really awesome class. But they said like post twice a day, Mm -hmm. be posting, 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 posting. But again, like when does your content become like, yeah, it's the same stuff. Then I took a different class. And in that class, they they told me post three to four times a week. 
So I try to go somewhere in the middle. I think this was also both of these were before the stories were live and the stories I are completely different and Uh have changed so much over the past like two years that they've been around. So the stories give you a good opportunity to keep posting every day if you want to. And then you can put your feed as more of like a landing page for your website. So when people click to it, they'll see your feed and be like, hey, this looks really interesting. I'm going to check out their website. While your stories might be more particular to a product or particular to a specific shoot or site or something. You can add a lot more content, more meat to it really. But I don't even post on my story every day either because I just, I don't have the content again. I don't want to be that same person that every day is just like, here's a sweater. Here's a different sweater. Here's another (laughs) sweater. So I wait and I'm like, here's three sweaters. Here's why I like them. Check them out. And that's kind of it. So for me, I like to lower my content. And, but that raises my engagement. Like when I post an Instagram story, I get so many requests. I get sales from it. I get, you know, followers rather than them seeing like, you know, the same thing, same sweater every month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a really weird thing. And honestly, like I had a lot more followers, but Instagram like cleans out the bots Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, now, even now I'm like, how many people are following me are bots? And like, you know, it's such like a mental, like, oh, totally. tease, you know, and not that I don't like, I've never done like a paid for follower thing or anything, but naturally there's just bots out there when you only have under 5,000 followers or something, then you see one, you know, when 300 of them go away, you're like, okay, weird also, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's such a weird space. Instagram, it can be so like mentally stressing because you compare yourself to people and you don't know what they're doing. And honestly, I think if you have a knack for it and you nail it, you nail it. It's just one of those things that some people are just really good at Instagram. Some people are really good at Facebook. It's just like, I don't know. That's all I got for you right now. No, it's totally fair. It's trial and and error. Yeah, it totally is. is. And like you had said earlier, like you can totally personalize your business on Instagram to whatever you want. Like photographer wise, if you are looking for a photographer and you go to Instagram and you type in their name and nothing pops up, like for photographers, Instagram has almost become the first check. You don't go to their website first, 100%. you go to their Instagram yeah. because that's where you're going to see like, I think back in the day, even like five, six years ago, like people would blog and they would put all their photos like per each session. And now that's what Instagram is for. Yeah. You go and you can make your collage, you can do whatever you want and like, it might be a secondary check to make sure they're a valid business. If you go and make sure they have a website, but first and foremost is become Instagram. And so for like, that's for me, for any vendor. Well, my my hair and makeup that got canceled, right? Like we couldn't find this hair and makeup girl in Phoenix. You guys, she wanted us to pay all this money up front, full payment in cash, meet her in a parking lot. Okay. (laughs) And so we're like, all of us were like, this is sketch AF. Like we're not going. Okay. Yeah. So we couldn't find her on Instagram. And I was like, this is so weird. Why doesn't she have an the Instagram? The first girl? The one that wanted us to meet her. Yeah. 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 So when we actually were looking for new people, because we did not pay her, just so you guys know, <laughs> and everything worked out great. But the first place that we went to was Instagram. And honestly, if they didn't have over a thousand followers, you yeah. know, for the price that you're paying, again, like circle yeah. back to that last one you said about doing weddings and yeah. paying a lower price. Okay. But if I'm going to pay like 1500 bucks US for a group of hair and makeup, like y'all better have a high Instagram. Like yeah. you better have over a thousand people at minimum so yeah. that I can see that people like you, you're sharing stuff, they're out there, yeah. they're doing the work, their stories are real. Like 
That is, it's a very important. How did you find them? You typed in Arizona wedding makeup? I looked on the knot. Okay. And then when we found one on the knot, yeah. because again, the knot is a platform, a website based platform. So yes, the knot can be curated to like show you everybody mm-hmm. and show all their work and yeah. great. Some of them have reviews, da da da. But as soon as we found one that we liked on the knot, I would send the Instagram to everybody. It was yeah. like a group on Instagram. We were all just creeping yeah. saying this person looks really great. This person isn't so good. And that is actually how we made our final decision was actually based off Instagram. Totally. 100%. So yeah. And I think that a lot of people do that now too, because like you can see, did people comment? Are they actually replying back? Like, do they have a story about yeah. them that day? Like, you know that they're authentic when you see them on Instagram versus a webpage where it's really just like, you know, just to validate you're an actual business. Yes. I mean, you could obviously just get a sketchy landing page and be that person, but yeah, Instagram has become, it's almost like for me, I don't know if you're the same, but like Pinterest for me, I rarely Google something anymore. Mm-hmm. I will go to Pinterest, Pinterest yeah. and I will type in DIY teething remedy instead of going to Google because Pinterest is so aesthetically pleasing. You're going to type that in and up pops a graphic that has a recipe right there. There's no Google searching. There's no like any of that. And I don't know the statistics, but I know that Pinterest is like 85% women. Like we, we love that app. And for anything, like it's literally for anything. If you're going to get your hair done, did you not like, you probably use Pinterest for a ton of your wedding stuff. There's, yeah, you can do the whole, I mean, even my mom was on Pinterest. Exactly. Like, even my friend Brett, he's on Pinterest all the time <laughs> just to like build dog houses or tables totally. or like weird yeah. things. And I'm like, at first I was like, we have a Pinterest account. But then he's like, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. So yeah. and but, people get tons of engagement. Yeah, totally. And Pinterest. Yes. My Pinterest page. Okay, guys, I don't know. My <laughs> Pinterest page. I get like literally like half a million views a month and I don't know why. Do you do anything? No. Yeah. It's just very simple. Like yeah. I'll share, there's like vlogs on there and I do upload our photos on yeah. there yeah. and I'll tag them to things, but it's very minimal. But like, I actually have to like take a course on how, so if you actually, if you guys know anything about Pinterest and you want to share it with me, please DM me because I would really like to know how to leverage that massive Pinterest page. But on the side note, or not side note, but circling around here. See, now I'm getting my second win, guys. But know your demographic too, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Pinterest is great, Instagram's great, da 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 da. But is my dad gonna be looking on Pinterest for you know a piece for his fridge? No, he's not. So if you're like your demographic is older or maybe male, find the social media totally. outlets that work for them. My dad, YouTube. This is one of them. Oh, YouTube and podcasts for men. Really? Yeah. That's so weird. I don't know why. I mean, I guess there's a few where they can like sit and listen to it. Yeah. It's like that old talk radio, you know, on like 660 CFR. It's not old. My husband still listens to it. Okay. Well, no, but my dad listens to that. You get in his car and it's like, today in the news. Yeah. And you're just like snore fast. My husband too. I know. Yeah. I know. (laughs) But no, so yeah, definitely know who you're trying to speak to, who you're going to talk to. My cousin Molly owns a store. She caters to more mature women's fashion. Mm-hmm. It, they probably don't have Instagram, right? Like our moms are not super active on Instagram, although they are starting to be. But Facebook is going to be a really good place for her because a yeah. lot of them have Facebook. And the nice thing with someone like that, when your demographic's older, they're not going to have a thousand Facebook friends. They're going to have 87 because they really just want to see little Sally's first birthday party and like 
follow up on the grandkids. So when they like your store, they probably don't like anything else. So the amount that you have like attention, that it's, you, go direct it's so uncluttered in that demographic. Yes. Oh, yeah. It is just so Not like us. I know. <laughs> I know it is. It's a lot. It oh, it's no. very busy out on social media for us. Okay, so what platforms would you say that if your demographic is, say, women between 18 and 45, what platforms besides Instagram would you suggest that people get on for a business? Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, Snapchat, I think, was a big thing. But then Insta Stories rolled out and kind of squashed Snapchat. Yeah. But Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. And those are the only three, that four that I mess around with. Yeah. And I try and keep updated on all of them yeah although like recording a video and editing it it's very tough it's like a full-time job that's why people literally make a living off this but I think the four of them are like and they're solids and I don't see them going anywhere for like a long time like you know if you're like you do some sort of I don't know you could do a lot more of this like the newer apps that are like music with video and like TikTok yeah like a TikTok is exactly what I was thinking something like that might be cool for you yeah. I, because you have all that content. You could play it to music and make it like super fun. Yeah. But I don't know what it would, maybe I could too. And I'm just not really thinking outside of the box, but so if you had to choose your favorite, like what would you say your best recommendations for 18 to 45 are for social media apps? For sure. Instagram. I am one of those people that definitely, we brought my little guy in here. So if you hear a blah, 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 blah that's him. I would say for sure Instagram. I definitely share my Instagram posts to my business page, like my Facebook business page, because that's the only way. Otherwise, it's just too complicated. So I share all of that. And that way, it's pretty rare. Like I would say like 90% of my people are from Instagram and not Facebook. Pinterest is one I need to do more on. And YouTube, I don't have a lot of content for YouTube. Like if you're going to do videos, cool. But I just, unless I was to do like, I don't know, more business stuff. But otherwise I don't have YouTube. But TikTok, I actually see like hairdressers and stuff like that. Do quick little like hair videos and stuff like that. TikTok, you could spend six hours on TikTok. I was scrolling yesterday just to like see what's on there. I mean, there's a lot of like mundane stuff on there, but TikTok's a young app. Yeah, it's for younger people. It's very kids, young. Sure. Like, yeah. There's like 13 year old girls on there. You have to remember that those younger people are going to eventually be our demographic. It's true. Right? Yeah. So I always try and see what the young kids are up to. But like for me, YouTube's great. I can I can do ev- that's where I can literally do every single product in depth. Hey, here's a sweater. Here's what it's made of. Here's yeah. what size I'm wearing. Here's what it looks like. Here's how to style it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's that's actually yeah fun. I would um, say the most important thing right now is Instagram and Instagram stories. Yeah. I think the stories are replacing the feed. Like people have been saying that for a long time. What do you look at when you're on Instagram? Just stories Stories. really. I mean, I, I rip through the feed, but probably like three minutes on the feed. The problem is the feed sometimes doesn't load and then you get frustrated and then you need the app. Whereas the stories are like so quick, you can skim through. If there's something interesting in a story, you'll click to their feed. Yeah, or yeah. see what's happening. Like, yeah. yeah, and they, they, I literally hate when people say they. So <laughs> when I say I try and tell you who. But people like Gary Vaynerchuk and big entrepreneurs who are like leading the way say that voice is going to be our new thing. It's not 100%. photo anymore. Audio, so yeah. audio visual, yeah. things like that. It's not a picture is a thousand words now. It's like a video is yeah. a thousand words. 100%. So I think that like, yeah, the feeds are fantastic. 
And you can actually like make a, you can get great reach in the feed if you geotag, if you hashtag, if you use location. Oh, that would be geotag. Sorry, she's videoing. I'm getting, just, I can't do two things at once right now. So yeah, you can actually like reach a lot of people through that kind of a thing, right? Like I, or now Instagram has suggested that whole yeah. section where it's once suggested. you follow a new person. Yeah. I yeah. show you, you can just do like browse and it'll have random things on there. Yeah. Like definitely the hashtags, super important Research your hashtags guys. For Don't sure. just be like put randoms, find them, find out why they're important to you. Go through them. The hashtag has 7 million use like 7 million posts. Don't use it. Okay. You're yeah. going to get lost in there. Like no tomorrow. If it has seven don't use it. So find your hashtags. Very Something in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Something in the middle. Change them. Change them seasonally. Change them depending on if you're posting for male or female or, you know, use them because that's really how people find you a lot of the time is through hashtags. That's where I find most of my people mm-hmm. through hashtags. Really. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. That's like me. Like someone looking for, you know, hashtag Calgary newborn photographer. They yeah. put that in and there's going to be a slew of them come up and then you're going to look at this because first of all, it's like putting in a hashtag and second of all, it's looking at someone's style <laughs> and figuring out like what you want and then you can click on them. But yeah, so for tips, so I would say 90% of my business is done on Instagram. Yeah. That's like, I would too. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I have some tips for Instagram per se. Facebook is kind of getting old and Facebook is kind of a mundane thing and it's, you're right. It's more for like grandmas to see the grandbabies and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I would say if you are using Instagram, just share it to your Facebook so that you're prevalent on both apps. I do. Right. So for me, I would say the first most important thing for Instagram is know your client very well, know what they like, know what stores they shop at, like really, really do your research because it's going to help you. And then you'll be able to look at your insights on Instagram and you'll be able to see that like, that is exactly who's following you. Is that woman that shops at blah, 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 and has three kids, right? Like, yeah, you're really good at doing that. I don't do that so much. I think I'm my demographic at the store, but then I realized that I'm like a very unique person and that's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not probably like the norm. So yeah. I need to like do that. But I mean, I think our clients are very, very similar yeah. in that stage of life. Um, yeah. So you need to know like what they like and where they shop and what do they stop scrolling through on Instagram? Like what stops them dead in their tracks? Is it a sale on an amazing sweater they've been following on your site or is it you know, a cake smash photo where they're like, oh man, that's exactly what I need. So what stops them dead in their tracks? Next would be for me asking for engagement on the post. So you have to have like a call to action on your post because you're right. Stories 100% are like for me, I don't even look at the feed anymore. Like I'll look at whoever my top 20 stories and if they have something interesting, I'll click into their feed and then I'll engage that way. So you have to put your call to action, not just on your Instagram photo, but on your story as well. Yeah. Right. And like really ask them for it. That's otherwise like say like double tap or, you know, love this or, you know, share it with a friend or whatever it is. Next would be what kind of problem are you solving for them? Like, are you inspiring them? Are you bringing them joy? And then thirdly, if you are planning on selling something, whether that's a product, whether that's a service, whether it's whatever, you can't just spit it out at them and say, please buy my sweater or please purchase a session with me. You have to serve them with content that's like important to them. That's going to spark joy in their life. I think the statistic is like, you have to serve them at least seven times 
before they will purchase with you. Yeah, it's something like that. Something yeah. like that. I can't remember exactly what it is. Do you have anything you want to add before I continue? No, it's, <laughs> there's just goes to like, these are like really fantastic pointers. Two of them I definitely don't do. Like I never put a call to action on my photos because yeah. I just, it's not, it doesn't fit like, it doesn't fit how I look at it, right? Like mm -hmm. again, I like my feed to be more of like a web page where people can click yeah. rather than it being like, hey, like share if you've ever tried this sweater. Like it just yeah. doesn't fit comfortably yeah. for me. It yeah. seems unnatural, but like I should somehow come up with something like that. I yeah. just don't. Yeah. So these are really good, but I do it a little bit differently. So whatever you guys end up doing and meshing together is also okay, right? Yeah. Like make it your own thing too. But yeah, I should, I really need to do things like that. No, that's, that's see, this is what we're learning from each other. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to also attract like-minded people in how you interact on Instagram. So spend 20 minutes a day going through some of your local people. Sorry, I'm holding a baby one-handed who's eating thing of post-it notes. <laughs> and go interact with those people. Like if you have local people who are like super interested and they're sharing whatever, like interact, go on their posts, post something, say looking great or doing great or just so that you're not just a story or a feed, but that you're interacting with people on your page because people are going to remind, like remember you. So for me, like there are certain people and in their stories and in their feeds, I just associate things with them. Like for instance, I'm going to give another photographer a shout out here in Calgary, Sarah Bow, And I know she's a wedding photographer. These are all things that she just like curates and shares with the world. I know she's got a boxer named Jinx. Okay. Jinx is her entire world. I know Jinx goes on hunger strikes when Jinx just doesn't want to eat. I know Jinx loves her cookies. I know Sarah, like all these things about Sarah because she's consistent with how she shares them. And so those are things that you remember about people, yeah. right? Like, so you have to be just so, you know, like another one, like Smithfield Photography that did our podcast shoot. I know she's got a daughter named Lexi. I know that she's does weddings. I know that she just moved. Like you just have to be so consistent in how you share things. I know she sells that Monet brand of product like that company. And it's just because she's so consistent, she shares it. So you have to like pick the things that are like, that you want people to remember about you. Besides the fact that like you just got married, you're super into fitness, you own this business, like all these things. And you just have to be so consistent. So for me, it's my boys. My boys show up all the time because mom of boys and life is chaos. But like outside of that, what, like, what would you say are things about me that people would know? I think that people know that you are, you always are taking and supporting other businesses. You always post about your boys for sure. You mm -hmm. share a lot of stories and contents of the shoots that you do. Yeah. Like behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Behind the scenes, a lot of that. You do a lot for your husband. You can see a lot of his businesses on there and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You do like outdoor shoots. Yeah. That's what I would think. I mean, it's hard for me because I know you personally. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. So I'm trying to think like just Instagram feed. Totally. Yeah. Well, and that gets me to my very last point is stories. Stories are where you need to be. It can be intimidating to like show your face, whether you're ready or not. That's why filters were created. Yeah. <laughs> but like that heart filter has saved my life more times than I can count. But it's almost like a peeling back the curtain and showing people what is behind the scenes. And people love that because they feel important. They feel like they are getting this like exclusive content by seeing your stories. Like I know for a fact when you had your brick and mortar, when you did your stories about clothes and items of the day, people would buy them like crazy, right? 
They still do. They still do. So like, yeah. but people love to see it. And like seeing a picture on a website or on your Instagram, they're like, oh, that sweater's cute. But then you show them in a story, the nursing access and how it zips up the side and how you compare it with a pair of Timberlands or runners <laughs> yeah. or chucks or yeah. leggings, like whatever it is, people want to see it and be exclusive in a part of it. And so, yeah, like get on your stories, even though you might not feel quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, worthy to be on there. Like half the time I feel like I don't know what I'm going to post like on a story. I'm like, what do I have to talk about? But it's showing my face consistently and it's no different than anybody I follow. Like sometimes they probably feel exactly the same, but they get on there and they do it and people engage with it. Like the thing sometimes that I think will get the least amount of engagement like yesterday with the bird landing on my hand at the park. Okay, well, that was freaky, right? <laughs> like, I just... That. My husband is petrified of birds, too, and he's oh, like, that is literally what nightmares are, are made out of. Oh, I love birds. Wow. Um, they're scared of birds. They are. And so, if you didn't follow my Instagram yesterday, I was at Fish Creek Park, and probably seven different little chickadees landed on my hand, and I felt like Snow White. But, like, people literally were, like, giving me that shock face. They're like, oh, my gosh, like, how did that happen? What, did you have seed in your hand? I'm like, I think they thought I had seed on my hand, but I didn't actually have seed. Okay, so in closing then, what do you think is the number one tip for people moving forward? For Like, how can they grow their platform? I think do you. Don't think you have to do anything in particular, any certain way, whatever. You don't have to follow the whole scheme of like influencer Instagram yeah you just do you and just keep doing you the whole time and be authentic yes and like people will follow you like look at Jackie Schimmel she's an Instagram she's a influencer with a podcast and you know what her feed is not it's not curated it's not different she's humorous she's just different it's just normal yeah yeah and it's works perfectly for her so yeah i think the only thing is that if you want to grow your business just do it the way you want to do it and keep doing that way forever change with the times clearly totally. people are changing and liking different things but do you do you go on coco <laughs> and just yeah know who your like audience is and depending on who they are that's the app you follow right maybe your audience is 12 year old girls i'm not sure what business that would be but Maybe you're like a justice person, you know, the company justice. Totally, you could do so many And maybe things. TikTok yeah. is where justice needs to be. Yeah, right. I mean, you could. Right? Tons of scrunchies. You could do little totally. leggings for kids. There's tons of things that you can so have. So just follow that. Yeah. Like, if your audience is a more mature woman and maybe they're not on Instagram, then, yeah, Facebook is your is your thing. And then, yeah, lastly but not, lastly but not least, is that English? That's the proper wording. <laughs> but basically, yeah. just be authentic and be consistent. That is the most important thing is even if you feel like you've got nothing to post, you do. You just got to dig deep and figure <laughs> and just figure out what you need to post and share it because someone out there needs to hear what you have to say. Yeah. That's it. Good. That's good. Dun, dun, We're good. <laughs> We're getting um, longer and longer every right? time. I mean, we have a slight delay with the baby here. I'm going to I'm going to get y'all hooked on our podcast our podcast as yeah. everyone wanted 15 to 30 anyways guys yeah. have a good day we will talk to you guys very soon hey mamas before you go if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your instagram stories tag us in it and we will share it and also if you haven't gone to itunes yet taken 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us go do that it pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.